Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we didn't get any tricks, but we did get another treat. Marvel has given us a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. We're going to talk about that and much more about if these ads we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and today I have two good friends with me. We have Zuhair Ali and Blake Guilenfelt. How you guys doing? Great to be here, bud. Excited for another Marvel trailer. How are you? Man, I I feel like we're getting an embarrassment of riches. I, I was like, this week there's not gonna be any content. We're just gonna like we'll probably do some uh some other episodes, like some some commissioned episodes, some feedback episodes, nothing big, you know. And then like this week we had two major trailers drop, and I'm like, what? What is happening? And we've got, you know, Black Panther next week. So it's a it's a it's a great week. It's a good great week so far. I'm glad that all these trailers are coming out before the fantasy draft, so we don't have to worry about stuff popping up in the middle. <laughs> yes, that is, uh, is problematic. <laughs> our lives much more easier. <laughs> uh, how about you, Blake? How you doing, bud? Oh, I've been great. Or should I, should I say Star-Lord? That's right. <laughs> Star-Blake? <laughs> For those of you not watching on the video, Blake is decked out in full Star-Lord mode. <laughs> <laughs> Mask and all, so no one can tell who he is. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's- Getting a little toasty. Yeah, you, gonna... you might want to take that off. <laughs> press that button on the side. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We'll add, we'll add the special effect in later. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Everybody on YouTube just was a wow at our special effects. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I feel kind of bad because I've I've been super busy the last three four months, but you know, getting married, moving across the country. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm adjusted now. <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> that's uh, that's great, man. Glad to hear you're adjusting. I uh, feel like that would be a lot, uh, a lot for anybody to handle. Just a lot of change, man. So, congratulations on the marriage. Yeah, thank you. Big congratulations. Um, love it, man. Well, okay. So, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special trailer dropped. We've all seen it, but I feel like we should watch it one more time before we like dive in real deep. You guys ready? Oh Let's yeah. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right that was uh that was freaking awesome <laughs> just great i am very impressed with the direction of this trailer like i think those people uh, who are kind of upset at marvel for the silliness of she hulk are not going to be any happier with this <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this is more of that like uh making marvel more meta more silly taking the air out of the like pomp that is Marvel. And I I'm here for it. I love it. And <laughs> I just, I love the meta nature of them actually going to find the real Kevin Bacon. That's so good. And so funny and weird. <laughs> I mean, speaking of She-Hulk, one of the, I don't want to say bothered me, but one of the things that threw me off about it was that there was these other people with superpowers or super strength or technology, stuff like that, that just kind of went like unexplained. It's just like, this is just the world that we live in, where there's yeah. these superpowered individuals on the streets of New York, and now we have Drax and Mantis doing exactly that. Yep. <laughs> where I, I'm, I'm wondering like how much people are going to be questioning it, and how much people are going to know who they are because they didn't really have like a public image on Earth. And there's just, it's I want, I'm really curious how they're going to dive into the fact that it's just like, oh, those just two weird looking dudes walking around Times Square, just no biggie. 
depends on how much information got out of um, the battle of for Th- uh, against Thanos, like the yeah. end game battle, because like, I mean, there could be images, there could be pictures, there could be whatever from that battle, mm-hmm. maybe somehow, or um, there could be like like the podcast that uh, Scott Lang makes. He might have <laughs> talked about the Guardians. You know, he's met them. Um, th- there's a possibility they, they they're at least like known somehow. Especially because after that battle, we don't know how long the Guardians and Thor were on Earth before they went back to space. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, they could have stuck around for a little while. I mean, it is, it is uh, it's Peter's home home planet, so he might have like gone and visited Missouri or whatever. Um, the thing that stands out to me about that, though, is you think about like the Avengers happen, and you always hear that with like the, the thing with like Batman, where like uh, they're like you you created this whole thing, and, and it's like well yeah, and then everyone's now everyone's putting on a mask. You know, you put on a mask, it's like a whole different type of thing, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Kind of the same thing with superpowers. Uh, the Avengers saved the world, you know? And so, like, everyone saw Iron Man. Then everyone saw the Avengers. Everyone praised the Avengers as heroes. And then, you know, all these people start coming out of the woodwork. You know, people mm-hmm. that might have been keeping their secret longer. It just becomes more, more public because maybe they're like, well, maybe maybe they won't hate me if I come forward, you know? Normalize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of targets on that uh, Project Insight. It seems like there's a lot of people out there who have some sort of ability. Yeah. What, what did you think, Blake? I agree. It it did look just super silly, and 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 I'm totally here for it. I I saw a meme on Facebook. It was like Jake Lockley when he sees uh, Kevin Bacon looking a little too much like Arthur Harrow. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was. No, that's Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. yeah no. But totally, totally does. <laughs> but they, they look a lot alike. <laughs> they really do. They really do. For a second there, I was like, wait, is he? No, he's not. It's Ethan Hawke. One, one thing I was kind of like scanning the background for, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, a few months ago, um, James Gunn tweeted that uh, the, the holiday special was going to be introducing one of his favorite Marvel characters. And... So far, and at at least in the trailer, I didn't see anything that showed any sign of that. Most mm, yeah. Bacon is that person. Yeah, I mean that would that would totally be a James, <laughs> James Gunn thing to do is just be like, oh yeah, my favorite Marvel character is showing up. It's Kevin yeah. Bacon. <laughs> yeah, we get to see more of Cosmo. Yep, yeah, that's true. We actually might get to meet Cosmo instead of him just being a background character. I mean, it looks like we will get to meet Cosmo. Um. The th- uh, it's it, this is genius on multiple fronts in my mind because it's also I mean it's going to be funny it's going to be silly it's going to be heartfelt because it's a Christmas thing where they're trying to give Quill a present and it's mm-hmm. make and w- warm his heart and it's going to give us like a little emotional continuity between Endgame and Guardians Three I think um, so I think like it's going to be cool and important and funny but like it also it's so we, we've talked a lot about it over the years like. Why doesn't Marvel just make a movie where they're just like hanging out? Like the characters just hanging out doing mm-hmm. things. It doesn't have yep. to be a big battle. It doesn't have to be a big thing. And this is like them landing on. I mean, it's 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 kind of a trope we talk about a lot on Star Trek uh, on the Star Trek universe podcast because uh, every almost every series of Star Trek goes back in time to the time that it is currently being produced. And the reason they do that 
is because it's really cheap. You can just rec- film on any street because all the cars mm-hmm. are per- correct, all the whatever is correct. So it happens in like every, they're like, we need to go back to 20, you know, this year. They literally went back to 2024 or something, I think. <laughs> it was like, okay, yeah, that's another, another, another Star Trek series did that. It just, it's a common trope in the, uh, in the seventies, they went back to the seventies In the sixties, they went back to the sixties. It just, it's like <laughs> a common thing. And so this, them going back to earth, one of my first thoughts was seeing Mantis and Drax, like wandering down the street. I was like, that shot costs nothing to film. Like there's yeah. no post credits, <laughs> you know, you just like, you get them in their outfits, you have them walk down the street and they're like at a Christmas party in one of those shots. It's just like, oh, they're just doing Christmas. It's like, this is, this is going to be a cheap movie to shoot. It's going to be just them having a good time making a TV show. I'm really curious how long it'll be. It feels like a Christmas movie. Like, it feels like it's going to be like two hours mm-hmm. based on the trailer to me. And I don't think it will be. I think it'll probably be more like an hour, but we'll see. I can see an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the, the were- werewolf by night was an hour. Yeah, and and that was the first like special presentation thing. I'm loving mm-hmm. that opener, by the way. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it feels very classic. Um, you you were talking about how it's like so cheap to make. They uh they actually filmed the holiday special like on set for Guardians Three. Oh yeah, that makes total sense. They just did it in the middle of filming an actual movie. <laughs> I have said that for years on this podcast that they could like make an Avengers movie and then like have, have a little, uh, another, like whatever, like a romantic comedy while in the background. Yeah. While you're here, just come film a couple extra scenes. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, you mentioned it being cheap because it looks like it's on earth, but there were a couple of scenes like in the beginning, like where Craglin was talking and then there's one part where Quill's like looking around and you can mm-hmm. see like all the Christmas decorations and stuff like that. So I could see that being like we already have, you know, the studio set up, you know, based off what you're saying about while while it's being on Guardians Three. Yeah. I mean, just use your assets. If the makeup and all that's the most expensive part of it and it's already done. Just- <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's just smart. It it, it adds another great piece of content for disney plus it adds to the canon it makes a deeper story for guardians 3 and it just like starts building the hype train toward guardians 3 yeah. oh, it's yeah. such a smart idea and i feel like more production should do this um even more than just like having th- having different productions make their like you know having different properties come out i love the idea of having like little you know whatever <laughs> captain america part part four point five or whatever you know mm-hmm. Well, because cause Guardians 3 comes out in May, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, I mean, now would be the time to like start to get that rolling, because mm-hmm. there's Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and then Guardians 3. Yeah, I could totally see them dropping the trailer for Guardians 3 at the end of the special, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be really cool. Really, really cool. Six months away. Yep, that's about right. Gamora's still a big question mark in this. Like, is the past Gamora still here, or did she disappear with the snap, and they just never showed that? Uh, you know, they they brought it up enough in... Well, past Thor. Gamora, like, the, the Gamora he loved died. Yeah. Right. For the Soul Stone. And then the new Gamora, who doesn't know him, is out there somewhere. And so I think that's, if anything, we're going to deal with that Gamora. But she, like, took off at the end of Endgame. Was she not in Love and Thunder? 
I I didn't know, remem- but Peter did like somewhat mention it, like somebody I used to love type of dialogue. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, she wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. Um, she went off on her own. So she's like, because she doesn't know the Guardians. Like uh, from her 2014 perspective, she's just they're just a random crew of people. So she just and she's still serving Thanos at that point. So like you could even uh, imagine her disappearing in the snap, but I don't think she did. I think they show her like walking off. I I could see that being like Nebula's whole plot line when when she's like we don't have time for for holidays or or whatever. Uh maybe they are in the middle of a mission trying to find Gamora. I definitely think that's going to be part of the story here. Mhm. But to me, I think they're going to save most of that for Guardians 3. Yeah, they're just going to tease it a little bit to kind of yeah. get you hyped up for that. I think they're trying to get it, let us know. Like, I know it's been four years since you saw him lose Gamora, but like, here's how he's Gamora. feeling now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, when you since put you, it that way. <laughs> yeah, since you saw Infinity War Endgame, it's been four years, so let's like... Let's let's put him back on the screen. Let you feel his emotions, so that when you see Guardians three, you really feel for all of mm-hmm. them, really. But Peter, particularly. Speaking of four years, uh, Groot has aged another ten. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's tall again. Yeah. He's got the little reindeer antlers. That's so cute. And he's buff. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see Groot. Groot do some Grootin. <laughs> it's Grootin time. Yeah. Yeah, they they totally, I feel like they're totally doing, like, the whole save money, because, like, they also put the two characters that take almost no CGI to do, like, their own mission off to go find Kevin Bacon. Like, that feels like it's going to be the meat of the movie to go Mm -hmm. get his present, which is Kevin Bacon, which is (laughs) so funny. I have to give her a shout. Uh, Ashley Coffin said she couldn't make it tonight. It's her husband's birthday. Happy birthday, Ken. Happy birthday, Ken. Happy birthday, uh, but she couldn't make it, but she said, uh, you have to spend at least two minutes talking about how much I'm, how excited I am for this movie. <laughs> and I don't know exactly how to do that, but, uh, I feel like I've already burned up like 30 seconds. So I'm like a quarter of the way there. Um, you know, Ashley said it was genius. She said the Kevin Bacon of it was genius, which I agree with her. Mm. And I think that 45 seconds is about all I got. I'm sorry, Ashley. I tried for two minutes and I ran out of steam. <laughs> well, if, if this is a good take, we'll say that Ashley said it. If it's a bad take, then I'll take credit for it. Um, but, you know, we're talking about how great it's like, oh, it's so sweet. They're trying to make him feel better. Let's just commit kidnapping. That'll cheer him up. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. And uh, it's great because Kevin Bacon's actually close friends with James Gunn. They, they did a movie mm-hmm. called Super Together years ago. Oh. Uh, it was great. A really great movie. Kevin Bacon's plays the... Uh, antagonist to the to our to our hero who's played by rain wilson by the way that's oh, his uh, oh wow yeah that's his first superhero movie where rain wilson decides to be a vigilante hero with no powers or anything and it's just like a like guy whose wife left him and he turns into tries to be a superhero and it's james gunn being super james gunny and he's like i don't know if you've seen kick-ass it's sort of like it feels like it's in the same oh, okay. universe it feels like that same kind of like I'm, I'm going to be a superhero and it, and there are real consequences to me being a superhero. Cause I'm not super. <laughs> I, I know we're already off the rails, but speaking of James Gunn, uh, I'm sure you guys heard that he's now yes. CEO of DC. 
Yeah, he's a, he's the head of the head of their production company or whatever over there. So we're not getting a Guardians four. I think we knew that already. Anyway, yeah, he said a long Drax time ago that he was done as soon as Gun was done. Yeah, yeah, and Gun said he was done after three. After they they fired him and brought him back and everything. So, uh, yeah, I think it, it, this is uh, Disney's chickens coming home to roost. Like they they did a bad thing. They're lucky that he came back for three. We're all incredibly lucky that he came back for three. Yeah. Oh, and totally. that's just James Gunn being a guy who actually cares about the content that he makes. <laughs> um, and I and I'm really excited. My thoughts on him taking up the DC thing is like, I really like James Gunn. I love him. Oh, but yeah. the thing I love most about him is his like unique takes on original stories and how much he invests in the creativity of like singular unique projects. Mm-hmm. And I am not sure how that re- how that correlates to someone who's doing the larger production thing, you know, hmm. um, I'm, I'm totally on board. I'm a hundred percent there, but I just hope whatever they do, if it's not successful after one movie that d- freaking Warner brothers will let them do it for a couple of years, because I'm really tired of DC. Like, changing directions so often that like nothing ever happens right well they just got bought out by what was it discovery so like hbo canceled a bunch of projects and this happened and that happened so like hbo itself is on its reset and james gunn is a big part of that reset for the dc properties in this kind of new step that hbo and born brothers and discovery and all of them are taking yeah there's apparently uh, James Gunn at one point did an interview and he when he was working with DC and they were like talking to him like DC versus Marvel man who do you like working with better da 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 and he apparently like in that interview like pitched the idea he's like well I love them both and like I have spoken to Feige like I want them to do a DC versus Marvel movie <laughs> <laughs> um, and like that's you know we're in the multiverse man it's possible um, it's out there. That that's one of those uh, one of those random bands of universes could be the DC universe. They they've mentioned DC stuff in the yes, Mar- they have. In, in the MCU multiple times. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so that that could be an interesting. That would actually be weird if if they've already mentioned it and then we find out they're real in a different universe. That's kind of weird. <laughs> like the fictional verse also exists, but also the real verse exists out there somewhere. <laughs> <sighs> Mind blowing. Maybe I exist out there too. Maybe I'm fictional in another universe. Oh, there doesn't need to be more than one of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've never had kids. Um, <laughs> there's just no need to reproduce this. <laughs> you mean we can't replan ourselves like Groot? Nope, nope, we can't. Um,. Okay, well, I, there's really I don't have a ton to say except this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Because I wasn't sure what I was expecting to begin with. Like, was it going to be something like the Iron Groot series? Is it just going to be a Guardians claymation? Which I would love to see, even if it's like <laughs> yeah. a part of it. It's just a claymation thing. There's just no expectation for it, and it's just wonderful characters doing their silly things, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited because it looks like an adult Christmas comedy, which I really enjoy mm-hmm. almost every year. There's some adult Christmas comedy that I really enjoy. They're just always heartwarming, but also silly. Like Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye. Exactly. Like, Hawkeye. <laughs> um, it, like I just, I really enjoy that, but um, this completely tops my expectation. 
for what I had for this because I really thought they were going to playing on the holiday special idea. I thought it was going to be similar to the Star Wars holiday special. I thought it was going to be like some sort of little overarching plot that didn't matter where they're like at a party and then they were going to mm. do little like vignettes because it's also something James Gunn's done with like that weird that song he did a few years ago for Guardians 2, you know, Zondu Hasselbrow. Yeah. Guardians Inferno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was fully expecting like some weird like half music, half dance, half like whatever. And also at Peacemaker, he has the amazing opening for Peacemaker. Like I just I was like, man, the, the, doing a Guardians Christmas special with James Gunn at the like holiday special similar to the Star Wars one with James Gunn at the helm would be great. It'd be funny and weird and meta. But this is more exciting to me. This feels like a cohesive thing that is actually in the universe and feels cool. Like an episode of a TV show that happens to take place during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's how it feels. It feels like they're just making one episode of a seri- of a TV show that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and when you have seven, eight titles a year now, it's pretty easy to do something like that. Like Stuff like that just makes sense at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if you take advantage of the fact that you're on set making the thing already. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making Guardians 3, and you just have all the sets, you have all the assets. You're talking about those those scenes looking more expensive, and like them being on the... But if they're on the sets, I noticed that one set they're in, I think when you see Cosmo, is this, it looked like the same set from Guardians 2, where they go, and there's like the, um, the Ravagers are all meeting up. Mm. You remember that planet? Yeah. Where there's like, yeah. yeah. That looked like the same planet. So they're probably just on set for a different scene in Guardians 3. And they're like, okay, throw up some freaking Christmas lights. And we're just in the Christmas scene, you know? Yeah. Um, it's super, super easy to do. Like, all it takes is decorating decorating for Christmas. You know, that's so good. So smart. <laughs> and then the party is, like, actually just a cast party. And they're just filming it. <laughs> <laughs> can I come to the party? It's like, I can turn the cameras off now. Grab a drink. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts, guys, before we wrap it up? God, Halloween's not even here. We're talking Christmas already. <laughs> yep. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Wakanda Forever. Bring me all the Marvel stuff. Bring me all the DC stuff. Good content. It's good content. Yeah. Right. Gosh. The, these two trailers have got me excited, but then like Wakanda Forever is like, what is it? Two two weeks now? Two weeks oh, from yeah. today? Yep. Two weeks from today will be Guardian or uh, Wakanda Forever. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, one thing we haven't mentioned is it's coming out November 25th, which is sooner than I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, Christmas, but I guess a lot of times Christmas specials come out around Thanksgiving. Yeah, maybe it's just something to watch like while you're with your family for Thanksgiving and watch it again every day for all of December. I gotta hurry up. (laughs) I gotta hurry up and get my niece through the two Guardians movies so that we can, uh, we can watch this on Christmas and it'd be like, definitely look, it's Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. And you watch Hawkeye together. <laughs> yeah. No, she's got a long way to Hawkeye. We're, we're still, <laughs> we're still walking, working through shield. <laughs> and then I gotta oh wait until she, I gotta, I gotta wait three or four more years before I can show her daredevil. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Just kidding. We're going to skip the defender stuff for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is all for us today. We will be back soon. Uh, Zoo, I know you have things to plug. What would you like to plug, my friend? Animation Deliberation. Uh, October has been slammed with anime. I am all for it. All of it is wonderful. We are doing episodes every week for My Hero Academia, but we're doing shorter segments for Spy Family, Bleach Thousand Year War, Chainsaw Man, Blue Lock, 
And wow. of course, all the wonderful feedback that we've been getting. We have this awesome segment where each of the hosts take a minute to talk about each of those shows. So we're not taking up too much time. And you, the listeners, get to tell us which ones you want to hear more about. So at the end of arc or end of the season, we're just going to like fully dive into the shows that we're not giving the full time. But My Hero Academia, which we absolutely love for all of you superhero lovers. If you need a new show to watch, I highly recommend it. We are on season six right now. It has been a great time. We're getting lots of feedback, lots of people to talk to. And these shows are just incredible. So we would love to have you along for the ride. Dude, I love how much y'all are doing over there. That's so good. <laughs> it's, I, I can't ex- express how excited I am for all this anime. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell the people to do? Like a PSA or anything? I, uh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, put, you put me on the spot. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, whoa, my PSA. Real PSA. Go vote, everybody. We're getting mm. really close. A lot of the voting is already open, so vote. Pandas vote. That's what we do. Part of our, you know, duty. Embarrassment votes. Yeah, embarrassment votes. Uh, so if yeah. you're out there and you don't you, vote, you can't complain. That's that is that is, that is true. <laughs> well, not not exactly true, but it is it is a thing people say. <laughs> <laughs> but go vote, go vote. It's an off year election, and a lot of people. And it, for this is for the American pandas, of course. But um. It's an off your election, and vote. your vote matters more than any other time. So get out there and vote, everybody. Uh, and we'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.